Robert, let me just start here. I just want to find out your thoughts on how much you've enjoyed the games uh, that we've been able to see so far without fans. Um, it's been different. Um, I, I will say that it's a little, um, you know, it, it's a little jarring to see so many empty seats. So I've kind of enjoyed seeing the virtual fans, uh, the cardboard cutouts. Um, but, you know, on the other hand, it is, it's been, it's been interesting to hear like the crack of the bat so clearly or to sometimes hear the chirping of the dugout or, you know, some of the conversations that uh, uh, opponents are having uh, amongst themselves or maybe even teammates. So it's just been a whole new visual and uh, experience. You know, baseball is built on not just what's happening today, but the future and young players um, and attractions. And I think Otani from the angels is an attraction. And when I'm watching, um, you know, MLB central this morning, you guys are talking about how he's shut down as a pitcher and day to day as a DH. It's like, well, you know, I look forward to those Sunday starts because he's so unique. You don't see a guy yeah. that's out there pitching and getting it done offensively. So how much that hurt Major League Baseball as an attraction with Otani not being who we saw before? Yeah, I think, it. look, it obviously hurts the Angels because they need to just look at their pitching staff. They have a lot of guys that are maybe threes and fours or twos at, at most. They need a number one. So it's the Angels in that regard. But from a fan of baseball, from a sports fan perspective, it, it, it does take away because you're right. It is about that attraction. Uh, Sunday is Otani's on the mound day. Um, he, he's trying to do something that really we've never seen before. Uh, and he's trying to do it in, in, at, at the highest level. Um, I, I just don't know if he's going to be able to do it. Uh, one of our analysts, Dan O'Dowd, suggested, and, and, and I think it's a really good idea, kind of split the difference. You know, uh, have him in the, in the lineup as a DH or whatever, um, but then bring him in as a reliever. Um, I, I just don't know if, if he's going to be able to pull off uh, both of these things. Because you think about all the great pitchers that are in the game, Cole and Scherzer and Strasburg. I mean, just think about all the preparation that these guys go through to get on the mound every fifth day. But, and Otani's doing that, but he's batting fourth, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, what we're, what he's trying to do, it's, it's just a huge undertaking. I hope maybe, hopefully I'm wrong. I would love for him to pull it off because I, like you said, I think it's just so unique and he's such a dynamic player. Robert Flores from MLB Central on the MLB Network, 9 to noon Central Time on MLB Network. He joins me, Jonathan Hood, on the baseball show presented by Goose Island Beard Company on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Uh, Here in Chicago, it's been a surprise and a welcome surprise for both the Cubs and the White Sox. I'll start with the Cubs so far. You, um, You put on the screen this morning about the uh, ERAs for starting pitching staffs and the Cubs are number one. No yeah. one saw Chatwood coming that I, no. I, I don't even recognize who that is like the way he's been pitching so far. Yeah. I mean, you throw in um, also what Alec Mills has been, mm-hmm. been able to do as well. And uh, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do or what they decide to do when Jose Quintana is, uh, is ready to go. Because do you take out? I mean, do you do you put him back in? And and I mean, where does Alec Mills go? He I think he deserves to keep going at this rate. Tyler Chatwood, it seems like he has 
certainly unlock something. The stuff has been there. Uh, the command, more importantly, now is there. Uh, and Lester is what Lester always is, which is, uh, you know, just a stalwart and, and kind of the, the, the definitely the lead dog on that staff. Um, it, it's been remarkable to see. Um, and I, I think that in this type of situation, in this short of a season, that if a team like the Cubs, where maybe there was some uncertainty, new manager and David Ross, uh, we've had some disappointment recently. But if we get off to a hot start, we start to believe in ourselves, and it kind of snow- snowballs, and certainly in a, in a positive direction. The, the the idea of having a manager, Robert, that has no experience is almost exclusive to baseball. Yeah. I get a little bit in basketball a little bit. Uh, but if you're just a good baseball guy like Ross, Ross mm-hmm. uh, is part of the championship team, goes to ESPN for two or three years, and then they say, you know, since you've been hanging around the team, wouldn't you like to manage? And I think Ross <laughs> is going back and forth thinking about it and becomes a manager. And it's that's not how it was when you and I were coming up. You had to get on the no. buses and be a third base coach, first base coach, manage. But Ross is just a good people person. And so the storyline I had coming into this was, okay, the same guy that was uh, the teammates of Rizzo and Bryant in that core is now the boss. How does that work? And so, but so far, so good, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing that I think um, is interesting in that in, in these, in this climate, in these conditions that everyone is playing under where there are no fans uh you know it's a weird atmosphere i I would think that the the energy has to come from within has to come from within that clubhouse and i think david ross is the perfect fit for that because you know he's the type of personality that is going to generate some energy going to you know really force guys to you know, bring something to the yard, bring some juice, because you're not going to be able to get it from fans. You're not going to be able to get it from opposing fans. So where do you get it from? It has to start from within, has to start from that clubhouse. And I, and I think uh, David Ross has done a, a really good job in, in doing that. And uh, what, what he has done so far, and granted, we're just, you know, still relatively early. But as I said, I, I, I think he, he's done an excellent job so far. The White Sox on the other side of town uh, with the young talent mixed with veterans. It's amazing when you spend $192 million, which you can get um, uh, in free agency. That's exactly what the White Sox did after just getting beat down for a while, Robert. They just decided, okay, we need to be able to match up with the Twins and how they can mash. And so here we are and being able to spend money. But the the pleasant surprise of the young players like like Robert, uh, he has just been terrific so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I know during the during the shutdown, I, I talked with Lucas Giolito, uh, and he said, you know, uh, as as heavily hyped as Luis Robert was, uh, he's even better. Um, I, I I had heard a lot about him. I knew he was special, but seeing him every day prepare, play, get in the cage, he's better than I thought. Um, so he is a. You know he's a potential cornerstone. Um, I, I, they, I wonder if they have enough pitching, right? Um, you, you know, I know there's concerns about uh, about Rodon's uh, velocity. Uh, Giolito has a has a pretty significant start, uh, you, you know, this week against the the Milwaukee Brewers. So that needs to be straightened out and figured out. I, I really wish that Michael Kopech had had um, been available to play. 
Um, I, I wanted to see how he was going to bounce back uh, after after Tommy John surgery. But hey, you look at all the pitching injuries that are going on throughout the league. I do not follow any guy, especially a pitcher, deciding that maybe this isn't the right season to to kind of ramp it up. But I, I think the White Sox are going to be really really special in a short amount of time. Maybe they'll be special this year. Robert Flores from MLB Central. You can watch it on the MLB Network, 9 to noon Central. He joins me, Jonathan Hood, on the baseball show, presented by Goose Island Beard Company on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Okay, so it's it's the first thing I watch in the morning. I get up because I work late late nights. I get up and wipe and sleep out of my eyes. Did I see Nick Castellanos, the possibility to be MVP? Did it, was that on your show t- this morning? Uh, we kind of floated that idea that uh, he's off to the kind of start that, uh, you know, would warrant some, some MVP consideration. And, and I think Mark, DeRos- Mark DeRosa, former Cub, uh, he, he brought up the great point of, you know, he's really been a different player ever since he put on a Cubs uniform. Uh, now, of course, he's in, in Cincinnati. But I, I think that uh, J.P. Morosi had something interesting he told us this morning that uh, Castellanos – uh, had, you know, just from David Bell got the impression and, and just from talking with Castellanos and watching him prepare that Nicholas wants to be an MVP. He wants that pressure. He wants that uh, notoriety and he, and he's willing to work for it. And, and the, the work is paying off. I mean, he is such a force in that lineup. And I, and I think Cincinnati, um, you know, they had a little bumpy start, uh, had to, you know, Joey Vo was on the on on the IL for some COVID related illnesses, and they lose a series to the Tigers, and everyone's going, "Well, what's wrong with the Reds?" Well, you know, they got enough starting pitching, Bauer, Castillo, and Sonny Gray, where uh, if the bullpen gets right and that offense keeps rolling, they could definitely be a force in, in that division. So, what does your gut say, Robert? Do we get through these sixty games into the playoffs? Man, I hope so. Um, I, I I don't know. I can't give you an answer because we it's so hard to predict. I mean, I think it is literally day by day. I mean, today, you know, John Heyman uh, reporting on our show, no new, no new positives for the Cardinals, no new positives for the Marlins. So the Marlins are playing tonight. So, I mean, that's how day to day, almost hour to hour, it feels like because, um, you know, we've never seen anything like this. The virus is so unpredictable it is such a uh a a ruthless and vicious enemy and uh you know it it really could come down to and i'm not being facetious when i say this it really could come down to which team does the best job of social distancing of managing all the protocols of being that vigilant i mean and, and that's just crazy to sound like which team can handle the virus the best is ultimately going to want going to be the one that wins the World Series. But that that's where we are. That's that's the situation we find ourselves in. So to speculate of yeah, they're definitely going to finish or no way this thing gets finished. I think it's foolhardy because we just don't know. All right, Robert, lastly, and I appreciate your time. Um so you guys do play would you rather so I yeah. thought about this and so here's I love a... that you're a big fan of the show. I love it. You get all the gimmicks and games and stuff. Yes. I love it. Right. So would you rather here's here's the one for you. Would you rather be the play by play voice of the Houston Astros, your mm-hmm. hometown team, or yeah. would you rather be a, a full time play by play announcer for the WWE or AEW? 
Oh man, Jonathan, that's a real good. That's a real tough one. Um, you know, I, I did do some uh, wrestling play by play a couple of years ago. I called a whole pay per view for Impact Wrestling. I mean, real wrestling nerds can can find that on YouTube. So that mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Um, but man, I think I might lean towards. Uh, you know, there's only. I mean, that was definitely one of the, the dreams growing up as a kid, doing, you know, play-by-play for your hometown favorite team. So mm-hmm. I think I might lean the uh, the play-by-play gig with the Astros. But, man, ask me tomorrow, and it could be WWE or AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask you, like, Houston wrestling, but that's uh, that shut down now. There's no Paul yeah, Bosch to yeah, give you a job no, now. No longer a territory. <laughs> so okay all right i got you with that one all right well I'm, I'm glad that you spent some time with us and again mlb central is on the mlb network every morning at nine chicago time robert i'm glad you spent some time with us on the baseball show hey thanks again i appreciate it